Hey guys, okay, here's a bonus episode for you because I just didn't want to make last week's episode so long. Bonus episode today is the sixth life lesson that I learned in 2023 that I'll be bringing into 2024 and milestones that we hit with the podcast this year that are just such an incredible, you're not even going to believe some of these things. Like (laughs) God was so big and the crazy thing is it's easy to forget a lot of these if we don't take the time to sit down and do an inventory of the year and I have a tool to help you do that. So let's get into this bonus episode Excited to give you a little bit of extra goodness in this final week of 2023. Let's jump in. Hi, you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenna Lee Samuel. On this show, I bring the simplicity of hearing God's voice into everyday life in a no-nonsense, authentic, and super practical way. With coffee in hand and real life in our faces, let's do this. Okay, let's jump into this bonus episode. Side note, please go leave a rating and review of Java with Jen. Let's end 2023 on a high note. If you have not rated and reviewed the podcast, I would be so grateful. I read them all. They bless my soul. There's a link in the show notes to make it easier to head over to Apple Podcasts to do that. So thank you for doing that. If you guys have done that already, thank you so much. And if you're going to, thank you in advance. Okay, so this bonus episode, number six, the sixth life lesson, yesterday's episode was the five life lessons I learned in 2023 that I'm bringing into 2024. And again, the reason I love sharing these is because it's like eavesdropping on the wisdom that you need for life that you didn't have to pay a price for. (laughs) Because wisdom comes sometimes through hard-learned lessons. So these are some of my hard-learned lessons that I've discovered in 2023 that I am definitely taking into 2024 because they were gold. So number six, and this one I've not always seen the connection with, is the role that tending to my physical health plays in me fulfilling the call of God on my life and loving myself well. And I know that last phrase kind of maybe threw some of y'all, but loving myself well will show up in the way that I tend to my physical health. And so here's a little story. This is where it kind of, my eyes started to be open to this. So my grandma back in 2017, I believe, was passing. And so I flew to California to see her. She was on hospice and she was still a little bit coherent, but she was definitely um, struggling. And so I went and, you know, my parents ended up showing up and my aunt and uncles um, showed up. And then my great uncle Earl, who was about two years younger than my grandma, she was over here on hospice where she was bare, she was struggling for life. And he comes, he's this tall man, comes bounding in the front door just perky as all perky gets. And I was like, I looked at him and I was like, what? And so we're sitting around the table and all of my aunts and uncles and all the people that are there, they're all in their 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, right? And they're all complaining about what's going on with their bodies and what is breaking and what's not working and the you know replacements they've had to get and all these things. And that's, that's a part of life for a lot of people. And as I listened to them, they all sounded like they were falling apart. But then Uncle Earl over here was fit and spry and seemed so much healthier than the rest of them. And he was like 20 to 30 years older. And and his health, in contrast to my grandmother, was very apparent. And so I looked at Uncle Earl. I said, Uncle Earl, do you work out? 
And he says, yes, I do. And he goes, I lift my little weights and I walk on my treadmill 20 minutes every day. And I was like, wow. It was the most eye-opening moment for me because here I am, you know, at that time I was, I don't know, 37, 30, I don't know, 35. I was much younger than the rest of them experiencing and witnessing all their health issues. And then Mr. 93-year-old Uncle Earl comes in fit and spry and he has better fitness habits than the rest of us in the room. And it showed because even just his 20 minutes on the treadmill and his little bit of weights to build strength showed up so blatantly in his life with his health. And so it was very eye-opening to me. I just felt like the Lord quickened me in that moment and said, this is your responsibility as well. You have one body. You have one life. How are you going to steward it? How are you going to manage your health? Because I have choices. The decisions we make in our life very literally impact the longevity of your life. And so for me, realizing the difference between healthy people and unhealthy people who are struggling 99% of the time comes down to the simple decisions that they make to prioritize their health. Sim- just plain and simple. Rest, getting appropriate rest, exercise on a regular basis, diet, making sure that, and I don't think that you should live a life where you're constantly deprived of foods that you enjoy, but I do believe there's a way to eat healthy in a way that you can enjoy as well. And so hydration, just drinking water. You know, those little habits, God made fitness and health to actually be doable. Did you know that walking is the number one way to burn fat? Because it keeps you in the fat burn zone instead of when you when you start doing high cardio, you actually start burning, um, burning carbs and burning protein, which is your muscle. But burning fat is in the walking zone, keeping your heart at a slightly elevated pace, but where you can still talk, that burns fat. And so God literally made it where walking is the easiest way to burn fat. Well, my goodness, that that is so doable. Drinking water, eating a variety of foods. He made it where it's actually not hard to be healthy, but because of our indulgent culture and our busy culture, we just have gotten out of the habits of those simple things that God made accessible to us. So this has become something I actually feel a lot of conviction about, that if I'm not caring for my body well, I'm not caring about the Lord and his plans for my life, and I'm not taking my longevity seriously. I don't just want to live long. I want to live well long. I want to live healthy long. I don't want to lose a single day that I was meant to make a difference simply because I was lazy or didn't love myself well enough to care for myself. And a lot of people don't make the connection that how you care for your health is you loving yourself well. Think about if your parents or your kids, someone you love, just does nothing to care for. They eat trash all the time. They never exercise. They're literally destroying themselves. And it breaks your heart because you see it happening and you're like, please stop hurting yourself, right? Love yourself better because I love you and I want to see you healthy. Well, that's how the people around us feel about us, right? And so, and that kind of piggybacks on one of my, the things I shared in my last episode, which is that to move the needle, moving the needle happens in those small decisions. 
And so there are ways, and I have found that times past when I wanted to get healthier, especially after having a baby and wanting to lose some weight, I've asked the Lord for simple ideas that I can do to make me healthier. I have one friend, he was, he was very um, dangerously overweight, actually, and I started just praying quietly that the Lord would give him grace to lose weight for his health. There's actually two men that I know that were very large that I started praying for them. And sure enough, they started losing weight. And for one of them, all it was was he started drinking water. Like he started drinking more water and he has literally lost probably close to 100 pounds. He looks so good. He's done so well. And the other one, of course, it started with just drinking water and then just cutting his portions back a bit. And so usually there are simple ways. Sometimes just cutting sugar. Sometimes it's just go on a walk after you eat, you know, eating smaller portions, whatever it is. And sometimes it means go to the doctor and get your labs tested to make sure your hormones are balanced. Maybe your thyroid is struggling. Maybe, you know, you need to get your testosterone up. You know, there could be various reasons for struggling with our health. So you you need to do the things that, that will make sense for you. But make sure that you're not looking for a magic pill when you need to just simply be implementing some simple disciplines in your life, right? So that was the number six life lesson. Because if I don't take care of my health, then... What if God has called me to live to be 97, but the way that I'm taking care of my health only gives me until 77? What about those 20 years? I'm going to give an account for those years because God, God has a plan for my life, right? And so I need to live now in such a way that I plan to reach 97 or 107 or whatever it is that the Lord has for me. And so that was my number six life lesson. Okay, so here are some milestones that we hit this year. Now, the the tool that I said I have for you um, to implement these things or to to reflect on your year is my New Year's Planner. It's in the show notes. And I, again, built it for myself, but I made it available for my listeners and my friends for free. It's just a free download. It's a PDF that you can download and print out and use. And I do this every year. And literally my favorite part of this thing is the very first step, which is reflecting on your year and reflecting on the highlights. So one way that I like to do that is I go through my camera roll. So I'll search my camera roll. I'll look for January, 2023. And I scroll through those photos. And yes, it is distracting. And yes, it does take a while (laughs) because you're like, Ooh, and then I'll start sending pictures to people like, Oh, remember this? You know, it's fun. Um, but I'll skim through the camera roll. And usually you take pictures of highlights and big moments, right? So I scroll through my camera roll and it gives me all the highlights of my year. Or you can go through your calendar and scroll through your calendar, your day planner, or um, go and do, you know, your Facebook posts. Go look at your Facebook posts. But I love wherever you might share your highlights, go back and look. And so some of the highlights that we've experienced um, in January, I left that part-time job and picked up my podcast full-time. And that was a major leap of faith. Of course, I had to buy a laptop because the laptop I'd been using belonged to the job. And so the Lord connected me to this laptop that I had wanted years back. I had told the Lord, God, when I go full-time with my business, I want that rose gold Mac. It's beautiful. I just love it. And so whenever I can go full-time with my podcast, that's the laptop I want. I literally prayed that like four or five years prior. And then this January, when I quit the job and I was like, crap, I'm going to need a laptop, Best Buy was having a sale. I didn't know what the sale was, but I knew it was on Macs. And so I went to Best Buy and said, show me the Mac that's on sale this week. It was the rose gold Mac. And you know what? By the time I walked out of the store, 
a few people had found out I was going full-time with my podcast and said, I want to bless you and make it easier for you to do that. And so two-thirds of the laptop was paid off by the time I walked out of the store. And so the Lord just blessed that transition. And for me, it was a huge, a huge concreting moment of like, I get to take this seriously. This is something I get to build on purpose and the Lord is behind it. So that was huge. That was in January. In January, February, and March, this was super fun. We got to be in a movie. There was a local movie called The First Step. In fact, you can find it on YouTube now. Um, the First Step. And we got to be extras in it, me and my kids. But then they, I made friends with their director. And I ended up having him on the show. And you can go check out his episode. I'll drop it in the show notes. His name is Jerry Lonson. And it was about his story. Well, when I came, had him on the show... I fell in love with his story. I fell in love with his vision and what God was doing in his heart and his heart for reaching people through film. And so I started just like trying to find ways I could serve them, you know, and so I helped them behind the scenes with some marketing tasks and helped get them set up for their red carpet event with their email list. And then they asked me to host their red carpet event because of my interviewing skills from podcasting. And so I got to be the red carpet host. And then they asked me to do some sit down interviews with all their cast and crew, very professionally done. It was so cool. Those are on YouTube as well. I'll just drop these different links in the show notes for you guys. And, um, and those interviews were awesome. I got to pretend I was Barbara Walters. And then at the red carpet, not only did I host the red carpet, but I got to host the Q&A with the cast and crew on the stage after the movie was premiered. And so it was just this beautiful, cool experience. And then I found out that when they got their, their website updated, they made me the publicity face of 20, Studio 220 Films. And so now officially I have a title apparently. <laughs> and so that was super fun and not what I expected in 2023. And those two, Jerry and Julie, his wife, have become such dear friends. Julie became one of my students and, and started a podcast as a result. And her podcast is wonderful. It's called um, JJ, Just Julie life on purpose and so you can look up julie lonson in podcast in the podcast app and follow her podcast um another cool few milestones is i had the privilege of writing for khcb's radio uh online magazine called uplifted and so i was able to write um, a few articles for them that was pretty cool in March, I started my coaching program and started coaching podcasters. That was totally new. Actually, April, I guess, is when I started. That was totally new. Such a last minute, like, quick, let's do this and see if it works. And it was super successful. And, um, and then in July, I started a podcast network because all my students wanted to keep working with me. And so I started a podcast network. And so I now have a growing podcast network. Um, I also hired two business coaches this year to help me in growing my business and growing these different things. So that those were huge milestones for me to even be able to hire business coaches. Um, I discovered, get this, in those first four years of my podcasting, I averaged one and a quarter um, countries that I would chart in a year. And so I've, I'm listening to in a lot more countries than that, but I hit the charts in on average one and a quarter countries per year. Well, this year alone, I've hit the charts in eight nations, maybe nine. I think I may be at nine now. 
And I've ranked multiple times in each of those nations. New Zealand is one of my top ranking countries. In fact, I just noticed this last week, I was number four in New Zealand. Number four, (laughs) that's amazing. And so I was like, where are these people coming from? So that's like a 667% increase from my previous annual rankings. And so that was just to me, a sign of the Lord's blessing and his favor on my podcast. Another personal milestone was in July, I turned 40. And so I got to celebrate with my twin sister at a beach house. We stayed for a week in Cayucas, California. And it was beautiful, cold weather, chilly weather, even in July. And then on our actual birthday, my sister and I said goodbye to my parents and said goodbye to her family and drove to a few other little beach towns and stopped and shopped and just had a great time. Stayed the night in Santa Barbara at some bougie little boutique hotel and then stayed and had the breakfast, lunch at this bougie restaurant, both places that I had eyeballed every, when I'd been to Santa Barbara before. And I was like, oh God, I wanna stay there. I wanna bring my sister here for our birthday. And I would love to eat at that restaurant. Literally, they were just little desires in my heart. And the Lord made a way for me to bring my sister to stay at that hotel and then eat at this bougie little restaurant. And it was just little ways that the Lord was kissing the desires of my heart and just blessing them. And I literally had wanted to do it for years. So it was such a gift. Um, And it was the first year my twin sister and I had been alone for our birthday. Normally, of course, it's shared with family and friends and all the things. It's the first year we celebrated our birthday, just the two of us. And it was really special. Another cool milestone is getting to watch my students' podcasts grow and rank in different countries. And so one of my podcast students, uh, within six weeks of her launching, she was a top 10% globally ranked show. And um, another one of my students has pulled in a new co-host. And so his, his show, and he works a lot, man. He works 70, 90 hours a week. And he's still faithfully, diligently running his show. And I'm so proud of him. Um, that student who ranked in the top 10%, she's also ranked in like at least four countries and maybe more by now. And she's only had her podcast up for a few months. And so she's been doing incredible Uh, Another one got permission from one of her favorite authors to read his book on her show. And so she made that really cool connection. I hope she could have him as a guest. It's really neat watching my students' shows succeed. I found out this summer in June that my show was a top 1% globally ranked podcast, which was so exciting. Uh, I crossed this year the 75,000 downloads mark, which is also pretty exciting. And then I had set a goal back in June. I set a goal to be listened to in 90 countries by next summer of 2024. At that point, I think I was listened to in like 75 countries. And in November of this year, so I've still got seven months until next June, I counted and I was already listened to in 95 countries. So I had already bypassed that goal by five countries. So next June, who knows how many countries I'll be listened to, but that was super, super exciting. Another huge milestone for me was getting to be a guest on Sean Bowles' podcast. So that was huge. That was actually a result of working with one of my business coaches and them teaching me how to pitch myself to larger audiences. And I share that with you because that's just the authentic what happened. I pitched myself. Now I have pitched myself to other ones and they've been like not interested. (laughs) So Sean even saying, yes, we'd love to have you. You would be a great addition to our show was such 
uh, such a gift. And, and I rounded out the year with his, his episode went live on December 13th. And it was, he was one of my, he's been one of my favorite authors for like 10 years. And I followed his ministry. He has a prophetic ministry. I followed his ministry for years. His show is much, much, much larger than mine. And I've met a number of really beautiful, precious people from them listening to that show and connecting to me. And so that was such a personal highlight for me this year. And then I finished this year as an official author. I guess I should have told you guys about that. (laughs) I wrote a book. I started the year working on this devotional with, and she's created these devotionals that are about the women of the Bible. And so myself and 39 other contributing writers wrote this devotional, and I wrote about the life of Abby. And technically now it is officially published and I am able to sell it online. And so I will put the link in the show notes. And then a couple other milestones was that right here in December, right here at the end of the year, Stephen and I were moved into the interim senior pastor position at the church that we pastor. Technically he is the interim pastor. I'm just kind of serving on a volunteer basis. And so that's a whole new thing for us. We don't know if that's going to turn into a permanent position or not. Um, But for now, we get to serve the people in that capacity, and it's a blessing. There's been a number of other milestones. I think if I pulled out my calendar thing, I could read you guys a whole bunch. But I share both podcast milestones and personal ones because I feel like it's kind of good to know, you know, what what people set as their goals. And, And the Lord had told me this last month, you know, December started out really, really bumpy and difficult. The Lord spoke to me. He said, generally, it's going to be a good Christmas going to be a good Christmas. And so yesterday was Christmas and this Christmas season has been a blessing. I was just recounting how good it's been. Everyone was healthy. My parents were able to come in town and celebrate with us and we were able to bless our kids. And just, it was sweet. We got to spend a lot of sweet time with sweet people. There was just a sweetness over our Christmas this year, even apart from the material things. I mean, that was just icing on the cake really. But the season itself has felt very, very sweet. Like the goodness of the Lord has just been poured out on, on our lives. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the moments that are like this because you know, some seasons are difficult and some seasons are sweet. And so it's important to celebrate those sweet times and really turn those blessings around into prayers of gratitude and thanksgiving to the Lord. And so as I look into 2024, prophetically, the Lord has already spoken to me some things for 2024. And so I have a word for 2024 that I'm going to share with you in next week's episode. So make sure that you are subscribed and that you listen to that. Um, Season five is launching in 2024. Um, And so I would love to have you be a part of my launch team if you're interested. It's very simple. It just means that you share about the podcast launch Um, on your social media, share anything that you see me post. And if you'd like to be a part of that team, I would love to send you a little thank you gift. And so let me know if you want to be a part of that. And we will, you know, get some new listeners, get this show in front of a number of new people and go into 2024 with a bang. So those are some milestones we hit this year. As you can see, the Lord is faithful. But what I want to pull from that and all these different milestones as I'm looking over them, even glancing over them, most of them, especially the new things like starting a a business, starting a network, being a writer for the magazine, um, getting into the movie and doing all the, the interview stuff and all those different things. I did all those scared. (laughs) I did them scared or I did them like, what, 
where did this come from? But it's an open door that seemed like it was going to be fruitful. And so I walked through them, um, starting a podcast program, coaching program and starting a podcast network. I did those scared, but I just stepped. And I want to encourage you as you head into 2024, if the Lord has given you tools to offer to people and he has given you a means to do it, just step out. And most of the things that I've done with running my show, running my business, running my network, even hiring business coaches, even that I did scared. (laughs) I did that scared. Um, But I've seen the Lord bless when I put my hands to the things that are out of a heart to be faithful, to be a good steward. When I have put my hands to those things, the Lord has blessed it. So as you lean into 2024, You know, my milestones don't affect your life. And they may be encouraging for you to listen to. They may be boring for you to listen to. I don't know. I mean, they're they're about my life, right? But what I want to encourage you with, if you've made it this far in this episode, is do what's in your heart and do it scared if you have to. You know, I most things that I've done that were significant, I did not have full clarity. I did not have full understanding. And I did not have full... um, I, I, I was scared a little bit, you know, and that doesn't mean I didn't have peace. I had peace in my heart, but I did not have an awareness of how is this going to play out? It's there was risk involved. And maybe that's a better way to say it. There was risk involved in all the decisions that I made, but I tried to make them in such a way that minimized the risk factor, ensured success. And I just knew if I'm going to start this, I'm going to finish this. And I'm going to be gritty about this. I'm going to get the dang thing done, right? And so maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to lose 50 pounds. Maybe you want to start a podcast. If so, connect with me. Uh, Maybe you want to change your relationship with your kids. Maybe you want to see your marriage improved. Maybe you want to start a new career, go back to school. Maybe you want to quit your job and parent your kids full time. Whatever it is, don't wait for all the pieces to be in place. If there is enough pieces in place for you to take the next step, take the next step and say, Lord, and, and, and go with the peace of God. Obviously, you got to use wisdom. I mean, don't just quit your job if you don't have anything lined out. Use wisdom, you know what I mean? And make a plan. But we can only plan so far in advance because we can only see so far and we can only control so much. So what you are responsible for is what is in your hands and what power you do have to change things. And so take that next step and and. Consult with your spouse, obviously, if it impacts your whole family, but sit with the Lord and say, God, what should I do this year that you want me to do, even if I'm a little bit scared? And and give me and and give life to those things that are in your heart. Give life to those dreams that you've been sitting on and sitting on and sitting on because my friend, time will pass either way. It's going to pass whether you take action or it's going to pass whether you don't take action. But the one thing we all have in common is five years down the road, we look back and we're going to look back on our decisions and either be proud of them or have some regret. Don't be the 97% of people that at the end of their life look back and have regret for the things they didn't do. And so if that's you, I just want to encourage you. All these milestones, all these milestones are equal parts the grace of God, and well, probably more so, like 75%, the grace of God and doors he opened and favor he released on my life. But there was a undeniable role that my action played. 
Faith without works is dead. God can't build the dream if you're not willing to take a step. In fact, most times I think he's like, okay, um, your next step is in front of you, but I'm waiting for you to take that next step. And we're like, no, God, I want to see the 10 step plan in front of me. I want to see where this leads and how it plays out. And he's like, no, no, that's a luxury. (laughs) You're not getting that. (laughs) I want you to walk in faith. I want you to trust me. Walk with me. Because here's the beautiful thing. If he showed you all the steps, you wouldn't take action because it might intimidate you, scare you, overwhelm you, whatever, because God's plans for you are big and they are better than the plans that you have for yourself. His ways are higher than your ways, but it is a much more exciting adventure to partner with the Holy Spirit and not know what's coming next and say, I'm just walking this out one step at a time. We'll see where it goes. Lord, I'm trusting you and letting the Lord order your steps and you just being faithful with what's in your hands. Like the little, the little kid in the parable where Jesus fed the multitude and the kid just had a loaf and a fish, two loaves and five fish or five loaves and two fish or something like that. He came with what he had, what was in his hands. And the Lord said, hey, can I, can I use that? And you know, at the end, there was 12 baskets of leftovers after they had fed the whole multitude. God blessed it and multiplied it. That's what he wants to do with your life. So bring your loaves and fishes, bring your faithful obedience, because the milestones in your life, and I have no doubt that your 2023 had some incredible milestones too, take the time to look over it, but realize God wants to partner with your loaves and fishes. He wants to bring momentum to what you bring to the table. So show up, do it scared, obey the voice of the Father, follow peace. Even if you do a little bit scared, there still should be peace. And it's going to be a great 2024. If you want to start a podcast, if getting your voice into the world, getting your message into the world is part of what's maybe burning in your heart, you want to serve people with your knowledge. And maybe you want to write books, but you don't feel ready to write a book. Honestly, podcasting is a great pathway to writing a book. And I can talk to you more about that, but it is a great pathway to writing a book and becoming a published author. It's a really simple powerful way to build a platform for your voice and your message to serve people. So if you're interested in that, head over to javawithjenpodcast.org, schedule a call with me and see if it would be a good fit for you to join my coaching program in mid-January. We're starting January 14th. There are still openings. And so if you're interested, please do that. If you let me know that you're one of my listeners, you will get an automatic $200 discount. And so book that call with me, javawithjenpodcast.org and let's connect and let's get your podcast up for 2024. Okay. This was your bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the new year's episode where I share the word for 2024 and we launch into season five. You guys, please know from the bottom of my heart, this podcast would not be a success if it wasn't for you, my listeners. It blesses my soul that you feel like my show is worth your time and worth taking up space in your head and your heart. And I pray that it is a, an asset to you. I pray that it blesses you. I pray that it encourages you. And if you ever have ideas for podcast episodes, just shoot them to me. Shoot them to me. You can jump on Instagram at Java with Jen and send me a DM. You can email me. You can go to my website and find a way to connect with me. <clears throat> you can find me online. You can leave a voice memo inside the Spotify app, actually, and leave me a request for a podcast topic. I love hearing from y'all because this show is here to serve you and to build you spiritually. And so if there's a guest you'd like me to have on my show that I could possibly make that work, or if you have a topic you'd like me to address, 
Let me know those. And otherwise, you guys, I pray you had a wonderful 2023. Download that new year planner. The link is in the show notes so that you can process your year and go into your new year refreshed, excited, full of vision with a word from the Lord. And I will see y'all in 2024. Love y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at Java with Jen, where you can follow the latest and say, hey, it's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the Anchor app or on Patreon, or of course, by sharing, rating, and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Also, don't miss our merch store where you can get super cool Java with Jen swag and coffee. Find it at javawithjenmerch.com. Until next time, remember, hearing God's voice is simple and he wants to be a part of your everyday life. See you next week.